Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. June went exactly the way I thought it was going to go. (laughs) 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 And uh, I'm glad it's over. (laughs) Devin, after she had like, she told me, she goes, I talked to Gina and she goes, she's like, I can't believe she has, she's traveling so much. (laughs) (laughs) I told her, I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, really pisses me off. I know. <laughs> You're like, anytime, anytime it's like, well, let's, let's, you know, I know, it's, I, know. I, need to, I need to come out there, but you know, every, every know. time we talk about travel, you're like, I just can't, I just can't afford it. And all of a sudden it's like, you're like, I'm going to new Orleans. I'm going to San Diego. I'm going to Tahoe. I'm going. I know it really go? makes me sound like I'm full of shit. I know. I yeah. know. Oh, just you how- do. Oh, you-, <laughs> you know, the owner. <laughs> I know. I know. Believe me. I'm, um, I'm just glad that, uh, I'm glad that it, that, that it's over. <laughs> that sounds so mean. For like a week. It'll uh, be over for like a week. No, Travel. no, no, Travel. no. I'm not going. Yeah, I'm no, I'm not going anywhere. I don't think until Bali. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Help me. Help me. <laughs> Hello. Just a fucking shell of myself. Gina's um, at home, just like you know, she just is tired. And then Daniel or Marcus or anyone comes over and is like, all right, Hey, we're going to go here. And she's like, okay. (laughs) 
know. They're just like making her. Okay, here we go. Grab her. Let's go. <laughs> Grab her. Let's go. Oh man. Yeah, it was um it was super fun. It was fun. But uh our okay, how many times have you said how much you hate American Airlines? No, I hate it. Uh well, yeah. And I've our- and I've also because I do hate them so much. Yeah. Um, I also just have to like, <laughs> dude, I, I have a story I'm going to tell you after this, but it's, okay. I, it has to do with like, maybe I shouldn't say I hate American airlines. I feel like someone's going to be listening to this. I know. Like, oh my God, she's <laughs> such a bitch. And then I'm going to get like terrible seats. I'm I, always going to lose my flights or my spots or my, well, no, supposedly just, my, oh, sorry. It's, go just, ahead. it's just not, it's, I don't, I, I rarely have good experiences on their flights and well, it's fresh I in my mind, so I'm going to say I hate American Airlines. Yeah, I can't change it. Like when I have to fly them, you know, some people be like, "Well, don't fly." Well, it's like, man, Sometimes the way it's... flights are, like the way it was like during COVID, and then the way it is now yeah. is like it's your only option. Sometimes, yeah. like depending on where you're going, right? You know, and so or what time you have to be there? You just suck it up, knowing like, well, this could go bad. <laughs> yeah, man, it was. You, get, you um... go into it being like, well. uh, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> no, it was so, I, I mean, honestly, it was, it worked out fine for us. I felt bad for people who were like trying to like get somewhere. Like we were just trying to get home. We'd gotten where we needed to be. Oh, tell everybody, give everyone just a little, quick little rundown of okay. so over, ba- quick overview of like where you've been so far and then where you just were. Okay. Well, so we were, we, well, I, I think everybody already knows I was in Vegas no, I was like in, well, I feel like the last two months I was in Orlando. Then I was in San Diego. Then I was in, where was I? Vegas. Then Vegas Tahoe. again. Yeah. Vegas, well, Vegas, Vegas for the last yep. minute show. Then Vegas again, then Tahoe, then uh, New Orleans. But the last Vegas, Tahoe, New Orleans was all like, I was home for two days and leave again, then home for two days. But basically um, uh, it was for Marcus's birthday. And he had planned it so that we would get back on Saturday. So everybody would have Sunday to rest and then go back to work on Monday. And, um, so Sunday, I mean, sorry, Saturday, everyone's going home, getting on their flights. And so we get there. And of course I'm the idiot that decided to, I mean, I'm thinking new Orleans for like four, four or five days or four days. Uh, I'm going to check a bag, you know, I want options. Yeah. But apparently I was the only person in the group that checked a bag. Everybody else had carry on. And I kept making fun of everyone. Like, Oh, you're wearing, Oh, it's like a badge of honor. Like, look how cool I am. Like, I don't really even have to think about it. I, I get, I can go unprepared, you know? So I'm just like talking shit the whole time. And so, and then of course, you know, this whole flight thing happens and you know, it's a pain in the ass because I'm the one that has to like go check the bag, go find my bag, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, Oh, and I am also the only one that ran out of clothing. How that? Sir, I'm having trouble connecting to the internet. <laughs> it looks like an issue with the router and echo device. So try restarting them. Unplug both. Alexa. Router back in. Wait 30 seconds. Hold on. Once the router is back on, connected to the internet, plug in the echo device. Okay, I'm gonna go plug unplug her app. Okay. Yeah, Alexa's going crazy. Um. Anyway. Always. Always. She's, Always spy- she's spying on you. She goes, where have you been the last two months? She actually works for American Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, 
She's like, you said what? <laughs> I'm turning off your internet. I'm turning everything <laughs> off. I'm turning everything off. Oh my God. Um, anyway, uh, I can't remember where I, where I left off. Dude, I feel um, like that might be our future. <laughs> the, way, the way the world is, like all of a sudden, just like yeah. you, you say something wrong and all of a sudden it's like, you're like, you're put in like timeout and you're like, right. your lights turn off and like, you know, maybe big like metal, your house, like turn your house turns <laughs> like into the, like a bunker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're just like, fuck. You will not leave until you say you're sorry. <laughs> Take back everything you've said. Oh, no, yeah. but, um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I, I'm the only person that ran out of clothing, which everybody was making fun of me. Um, but it's cause I was like lending clothing and shit. So anyway, Oh, you hundred percent were lending clothing. I know who went. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, so we get there and so Marcus and I, Marcus is standing with me and I'm going to go check my bag. And all of a sudden all hell broke breaks loose. I mean, he gets an alert. We were supposed to fly out at two. We had a connecting flight in Dallas. Uh, we weren't, our, our flight got pushed back to like six 45. So we were not going to make our connecting flights. And we were like, well, okay, we'll just stay in this line. Luckily we were already in line. Uh, because all of a sudden, like hordes of people are like getting in line because they're all getting alerts, not just for our flight, our flight. There were like canceled flights, all this stuff. And so, you know, we finally get up to the desk and she's like, uh, I, the only thing I can get you guys on is 9 30 AM tomorrow. And we're like, well, fuck. Okay. And I, you know, it's always just like, I just want to get home, Mm -hmm. but you know, I felt bad for people. There was like people standing next to us that, that are like telling the lady, like, I have a wedding to be at like, like tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, and, and all this stuff. And so at least we didn't have anything we had to get back to. Um, so then we get to Dallas and then we get off the plane and they're, they're like, Oh, just go to customer service. It's right across from gate a 20 or whatever. So we're walking down there and we're looking and we're like, Holy shit. Is that the, is that the line for customer service? It was it was backed down like at least like four or five gates. Ugh. You know, you know how much how much room there is between those. Oh yeah. And so we're standing there and we're like, this is this is crazy, you know. And so we're sitting, we're standing there, and then they go over the over the intercom. They're like, so if you're waiting uh, for American Airlines, we are out of hotel vouchers, <laughs> and we're out of. Um, or would they say, oh, if you've come in, you, you may not get your bag until sometime tomorrow night. And everyone's like, what the, you know, so that's like an uproar. So we all just collectively decide I'm going to go see if my bag's here and we're just going to get a hotel and then deal with it on the phone later. So we go and do that. We luckily find a hotel. Then we go downstairs and, uh, Daniel and Marcus had talked to the customer service downstairs, which they could totally help us. Mm-hmm. So they give us these vouchers. They're worth $12 mm-hmm. for meals, $12. And then the hotel was going to be like a hundred dollars. Well, how many hotels out there for a hundred dollars a night? There aren't, um, unless I don't know, you want to get bed bugs or something. Oh yeah. And, um, so then, you know, and anyway, we made it and we go to the hotel and then Daniel quickly diverts us to the bar. And I find out later it's because they told them that since his reservation hadn't gone through on hotel tonight, there'd been other people coming in and that we may not have a reservation. 
Mm. <laughs> cool. He's like, all right, go get a drink. <laughs> he did. And there you go. He did. <laughs> and you're like, okay, you're going to take care of it. I mean, at that point, Megan and I didn't even want drinks. We were just kind of like sitting there like, do you want, I don't know, I guess. I mean, I don't know. What do we do? So then, uh, and then they were like, oh, there's only food until 10 at this, at this hotel. It's like nine 45. So we're like, oh, okay. So, so we'll go and we'll order food. So we go and we're like, Hey, can we order food? She goes, Oh, usually you can, but there's a wedding going on. And we're like, no, <laughs> no. Like do you have any vending machines? <laughs> you know? Well, no, luckily there was like a place down the street that they could like walk down and get food. But anyway, so it all worked out. They upgraded us to like two King suites. So Megan and, and Marcus are in a King suite. Daniel and I are in a King suite. And yes, we were just friends for those of you out there who are Everyone's constantly like, wondering. Yeah. Ooh, nope. Just friends. And so, um, we're in this very, uh, sexy hotel. Um, then they go and get Indian food. I have never had Indi- Indian food and I talk about it all the time. I've had like samosas, like, but like not actual, like Indian food. Yeah. Like from very a good. restaurant. Yeah. And that's all I keep hearing. So they go, they walk down to this Indian food place, come back. We're all eating food. I'm like, wow, this is really good. You know, it's real spicy. I love spicy. How's your butthole? Um, funny You're story. getting to that point. Okay. I'm funny excited. Story. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a Russian roulette. Yeah, it was. And you know, we've always joked about that. Yeah. I've always joked about it, but, um, we're, so <laughs> we go to bed, <laughs> Daniel is out <laughs> already laughing, you know, <laughs> Daniel is out. Thank God. And so it's like, I don't know, like one in the morning and I'm like, Oh dude, my stomach hurts really bad. So I go in the bathroom. Well, the way that this hotel is set up is that it's got one of those stupid barn doors yeah, and has a gap in it. Mm -hmm. So like, if I've got the light on in the bathroom, I'm literally staring right down to Daniel's face, sleeping on the pillow. Yeah. Like the way it's the way it is. And then at the end of the bathroom is uh, a sexy shower. So it's like, yeah. it's, it's like an opaque window. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, so I'm, I'm like, Oh no. So <laughs> so I, I run to the bathroom. I don't turn the light on because I don't want him to see me. Yeah. There's no sound control. Yep. I, all I can say is the, the sounds that were coming out of me, <laughs> I sounded like a, I don't know, like a 10 piece band. Like there was just, <laughs> it was just Fuck. that is so funny. I, I mean, I'm 52 years old. I've taken <laughs> sounded a, like I, a 10 piece band. I did. I was like, it was i mean like we've t- we've told a lot of shit stories on this podcast unfortunately for the rest of you um, and i'm gonna say i take you know taking a lot of dumps by the time i'm 52 yeah yeah this was <laughs> the craziest thing that's ever happened to me to date. Were you just and full of a lot of air too? So it's it like was, a lot of farts. It was air out? between. I mean, I don't want to go into too much detail. There mm-hmm. was just a lot going on. A lot of explosion. A lot of, uh, a lot of waiting. Anyway, it was um, like a, a big band. It was like I said, yeah. It was like a. There was just a lot, and the whole time I just kept saying to myself, like, "Oh my god." 
like oh my god oh my god (laughs) and I've never and so like we've always talked about like burning butthole I've never my butthole has never burned that bad ever I felt like somebody just fed my butthole like ghost pepper sauce or something it was it, it was just horrible and and I'm and I'm in this like hotel room and thank god it was a friend and not like on a date or something but still it's not like you know I'm not like a big like you and I talk about it but I don't yeah I don't know anyway it was very embarrassing and I have the light off and I don't want to turn the light on because I'm afraid it's going to wake him up so I don't know what kind of mess is back there Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to like put my uh cell phone light my cell phone the flashlight to the back of me up in the mirror to see like if like I don't know if it's on you know you're trying to wipe god it was just a mess I felt like an infant <laughs> had just had a blowout I was gonna say it was so bad. like I don't know if it's up my back I don't know <laughs> I'm checking I, the my toilet hair, my hair was down I don't know if I rubbed it in it just it was so nasty God, I was so disgusting. So did so did Daniel hear you? Did he wake up? He did up? not. He didn't wake up, thank God. And so then, and you know, I'm like wearing like these white pants. I just kept like imagining myself like waking up with just like a skin mark up the back of me. Mm-hmm. I, I really did feel like Ben Stiller in Along Came Along, <laughs> Along Came Polly. Yes. <laughs> I felt exactly <laughs> was like that's all I kept thinking about. you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. And so, you know, I'm like making sure the bathroom's all cleaned up. I'm making sure I'm cleaned up. And so that just kept happening all night. So it was like till like 4 a.m. We had to get up at seven. So I'd have like three hours of sleep. And then Daniel like wakes up and goes, hey, how'd you sleep? I go, I'm never eating Indian food ever <laughs> again. And he just lost his shit. <laughs> he could not stop laughing. Oh my God. He's like, what happened? I was like, thank God you didn't hear me. Oh my God. I had the camera and I got, I didn't want to wait. Uh, yeah, anyway. you're like it was like a big band in there. It was. <laughs> it was. Well, and then I was so worried because now we're going to the the airport. And what yeah. what if this keeps happening on the plane? Yeah, not good. It, it kept happening in the airport, but thank God, not on the plane. So yeah, it was um, it was an experience. Never again. I know some people, and well, and then they were like, "Well, we all ate the same food." Gina I said, "You were correct," but I I don't know. I don't know what it was. Like it didn't like me. I think it was just the accumulation of June. Yeah. June had its revenge. June had its revenge. June was like, ah, Indian food. (laughs) Let's put the icing on the cake. (laughs) There's never been a better time (laughs) to lose a few pounds. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm just one Indian food meal away from my goal weight. (laughs) God, that's so funny. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. But you made it home. Made it home. I made it home. And uh, yeah, tried to, tried to just <sighs> get back to normal yesterday. Went to the gym, went to work, you know, back to my life. Can't tell you. It feels so good. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it feels, feels so, so good. good. Feels so good. So but yeah. Good. Yeah. So what's, <sighs> so that is my story. Okay. What were you, you going to tell me? Well, um, remember the podcast where we were talking about my experience with, we were talking about customer service and lack thereof. Yes. Day and age. Yes. Well, uh, another one strikes again. Well, yeah. Oh. Um, one, we were talking about the place where I'm, when I was dealing with our boat, the boat place. Yeah. Rogers. Um, Roger called my uncle. <laughs> what? Oh no! Uh, oh, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, I know what you're gonna say. Shut Dude. up! Somebody heard the podcast and told him. Yeah. So, um, Roger, <laughs> obviously, I don't really know much about it because my 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 family knows freaking everybody. Oh, you got but, yourself uh, in trouble, huh? Well, actually, I didn't get in trouble because well, no, I was just being, true. I was being honest, but it's... I was immediately worried. I was coming downstairs and my dad walks in and he like starts talking to me, like asking some sort of questions. Like immediately, I can't remember exactly what he said, but at a certain point it got to something, something podcast. And I was like, huh. <laughs> it happened again. Dude, I had, I heart, my heartbeat was in my toenails. I was like, I could feel it in the top of my head. I could feel my hair growing. I was like, 
immediately stressed like, oh fuck, did I just like, did I, did I, did some, is it, did I, are you in trouble dad? Like, did I do something bad? He didn't give a shit because, well, I guess I shouldn't say that. I learned that I'm a really good. I'm, I'm apparently a professional shit talker. So he didn't care because I didn't say anything that wasn't true. But on the topic of the people that are listening, I stand behind the fact that I do think that customer service is really, really easy to be overlooked. And, you know, it shouldn't matter. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, you know that there's a comment from Rogers on the YouTube uh, video. And I responded back to him. I was, you know, thankful. Thank you for reaching out and for being concerned that, you know, you don't want something like this to happen again. Um, you know, there was, they did give a lot, some information about how, you know, it's summertime and it gets really busy. And sometimes they are two to four weeks out. And the only time that they take, like someone might get precedent in like an appointment is if you actually bought your boat from there. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Um, but I do, I, I responded and I do understand. I, I definitely understand being busy and I definitely understand um, more than anything, moments where when dealing with people, maybe business or a customer or whatever it is that you're in, could be a, could be a family, could be a friend, could be a family member. When you are busy and, sh- and you have a lot going on, it can be extremely easy to, I guess, like forget about the importance of customer service. Mm-hmm. Now, with that said, you guys, I'm not saying that they should have immediately uh, seen my boat. No. But what I am saying is that the way you communicate, it really does matter. Sure. Well, we, and this, and this, this and we did, no, we did. And this is a, you know, it's a prime example of, you know, they didn't know who I was. I wasn't going to be like, do you know who I am? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then you You tell them and they're like, who's that? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Apparently my uncle got a phone call and they were saying, who is who is Brooke Entz? (laughs) (laughs) But so one thing I do want to say on the podcast is I do stand behind the fact that I think that customer service is very important. I was never expecting that. I I would have never expected them to expecting special treatment. I would have never expected them to drop everything to like get my boat in. No. All I asked for is if they could, if they could just take a look at it because we didn't know what was going on and it was going to cost me a bunch of money to, you know, rent a boat and go down that rabbit hole. Now, what have I, and the only reason I really thought, you know, they would be like, yeah, bring it by. We'll have some look at it. Cause in my mind, and obviously this is probably a pitfall, but in my mind, I assumed, or at least I thought if it were me, you might say like, bring it by, we can take a, we'll take a quick look at it. But depending on, you know, if we're able to find anything, we may need to schedule a, t- a we'll have, may have to schedule an appointment, but we were not, we don't have anything open until X, Y, Z. Right. But it was just like cut and dry. Nope. Nah, you know? And we're, so we're it, yeah. so it sucked, but I do want to say, I appreciate Rogers reaching out and, um, uh, I'm not sorry for being honest about my experience. However, I can self-reflect and realize, you know, um, just, you know, everyone has, everyone has moments where when you're stressed or busy or dealing with something, we might forget the importance of how we communicate to somebody, especially being someone who is a consumer of, of a product you have, whether it's 
uh, you're a you know personal trainer or you're working on boats or right. you are, you know, I don't know, working in the drive-through at Taco Bell. Um, I said Taco Bell because Gina loves Taco Bell. I do love Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, if you guys are getting, get your boat worked on at Rogers, you don't need to stop taking your boat to Rogers. Okay. And honestly, I'm not trying to put anybody out of business. No. And I do believe though, that even though it may have not been great to hear, I think any business or business owner wants to know, you know, when things need to be tightened up. Um, Absolutely. For, for experiences for not only the employees there, but for the customers and nothing about me, you know, sharing my frustrations or experience was in a way to only, um, I guess, talk poorly about my experience because I didn't get what I wanted. It, it's not that at all. It's, I think that everyone deserves really good customer service. And because of my, like my mom worked in, uh, I mean, I was, I was a waitress too, but my mom loved serving and she was always in, um, you know, always had jobs like that. And she owned her own bagel store. And so she's working with customers all the time. And my dad doing construction, I've just been around it a lot. And it sucks to even have my parents experience like poor customer service where they go somewhere where it just never used to be like that. So I think that it's important that people, if you hear it, or, you know, have someone else give you a review or something about what's going on. Um, and I also am taking this advice for myself, you know, it's, mm -hmm. you don't, don't immediately dismiss it because it makes you upset. If there's, right. there's, there's gotta be some sort of truth in there. Um, obviously everyone has different experiences, but if you're in the business of serving some sort of service, well, you, you want people to have, like, you want them to come back and you want people to have positive word of mouth. You want them to share positive experiences to bring you more customers. And it seems so easy, but it really can be tough if you're, again, you just have a human moment where you don't think about, you know, customer service constantly, especially if you've got like a million things on the book. So you're, you're super busy and maybe uh, tons of people have just been asking things of you over and over and over again. And you're just kind of at your wits end of having someone else ask you for something. And I understand that, but again, it's just part of the business. If you, if you have, if you want to have good customer service, you want your customers to have a good experience. You just have to, I guess, think about those things more often. Yep. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's easy. I know I am saying people are human and we have human experiences and we get emotional and we get busy and we get stressed. So not mad about it. I appreciate the, you reaching out Rogers and anyone who goes to Rogers, keep going to Rogers, you know, cause if anything, I may have just solved the problem for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Gina, oh my God. I'm just dying laughing. I'm, I'm downstairs. I'm downstairs. <laughs> I'm talking to my dad and Todd comes in and I just look at Todd and I go, I don't think I should podcast anymore. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is that there's no way, there's no way that you can be honest about something and not upset some people. I know. And that's, I know. and that's, and hopefully 
you know, I think we've talked about it on here before. Our goal and our goal, our goal is literally to not upset people. And from what I was not to hurt people, but it's to be honest. Yes. Todd told me, he goes, well, he goes, well, you, he goes, I mean, you are, you're a professional shit talker. And I was like, wait, what? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, without even knowing it, like I'm an unintentional professional (laughs) shit talker. But you know, so it made me, you know, I was, was, I started trying to think about like myself, like, well, shit, like that's not my intention at all. And he he was telling me, he's like, I think it's more like when you're, you know, you and Gina have, you're just banter and you're just, you're talking and like the, my tone, he started talking about my tone. And I was like, well, I mean, I can't argue with you there. I just, so all I can do you guys is a better try to better explain myself <laughs> i don't so you know what i i don't know i don't think that you're a shit talker i just think i think that so many people when they come on a platform they're overly careful about what they're saying yeah and where that's not and i think that we're just trying to have a, a normal conversation like we would have and i feel like that's why people enjoy listening because they're like oh they think th- they that sounds just like me or you know it's not like we don't we're obviously not scripted. We've made that very clear. Yeah. <laughs> Do you listen to us? And we're, yeah, unscripted. Um, and I think that, I think we're just getting to a point in this society where we have to like so over edit ourselves so as not to offend someone. And I think, I think the difference is I don't think you're, sh- I don't think we're shit talking. I think we're being honest, but we're not doing it with the intent to hurt somebody. Like yeah, that is, it's never been like, oh man, like, you know, let's, let's fuck this guy over. Like, you know, yeah. don't, don't go to this guy's business. No, dude, Gina, just, so this at, is an I'm experience at, in, in the day of our life. So I had called, uh, you know, and I was sitting with, like talking to my parents or whatever. <laughs> and the reason like too, it's, we didn't, they didn't know, no one thought of it in a way, like in a bad way was because we have had like I haven't personally, because my brother-in-law either takes the boat in or my dad takes the boat in or my brother, Right. there has been, and we'll just say this without saying there, there hasn't been a, a place in a long time in Southern Utah that really has been worthwhile to work with Yeah. in more of a pain. And it's so funny because I was at dinner with my brother and his girlfriend, and he had a really, really bad experience with a company um, here in town. And working on his razor, so ATVs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I, should I say the name? No. <laughs> I think what you've learned at this point is no, don't say the name. God. I almost is- want to, though, because, yeah. you know, uh, this company really did screw Cody over. I mean, wow. And there's no way. They basically, uh, they basically blew up his razor. They worked on it. He had already put in oil in it. He, they went in to work on it. Someone emptied the oil, didn't refill it. They, you know, um, whatever, bad process. They did what they were supposed to do, but they also did a lot of things they weren't supposed to do. Like they right. didn't refill the oil. They emptied the brand new oil and re- didn't refill it. And a lot of problems and then blew his razor up. He takes it in. They basically can't, won't do anything for, can't do anything for him. Sorry, you can't not, prove it. Yeah, not taking responsibility because blah, blah, blah. And then they had it where they were supposed to work on it you know, he was like, he just went to go pick it up. They didn't, they're like, we don't have it. It's out in Washington at our warehouse. He's like, what the fuck goes, gets it there. It's sitting outside, has three flat tires and all of this like pieces, like equipment off the razor that they've taken off is just in a pile in the back seat. I mean, it's a mess. What the frick? So just like the worst experience ever. Yeah. And they can't do, I mean, they wouldn't do anything for him. It's not that so they can't, they won't. 
They won't. They won't. Yep. And they won't admit that, you know, they really, really did a terrible job. Um, so he's, we're sitting at dinner and his girlfriend's like, you should talk about this one. <laughs> She's like, go get him. Go get him. You know, when I play my music to people who I really respect or look up to, then I hear my songs in a different perspective. Cardi B. I know what it feels like when you feel like everybody turn your back and like, don't ever think it's because you did something wrong. Harry Styles. I feel like I'm falling more and more in love with, with making music each time I get to do it. You know these artists for their songs, videos, and epic performances. But they have so many stories beyond their fame. That's what we're here to share with you on the Spot Podcast. We sit down with some of the biggest names in music. And along the way, our guests reveal stories that even their biggest fans may have never heard before. Check out the Spout Podcast to hear famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And find out who's spouting off next wherever you get your podcasts. true like my sister like so uh you know I, I work with Michaela and my daughter Kylie so my sister and my daughter and like we're up in the accounting office and we're constantly like hearing like, these there's like so like we, we constantly were saying accountability nobody takes accountability anymore it's like you know the bank goes oh you know you're uh uh <clears throat> so-and-so didn't get your check but uh it, it shows that it went through and uh, this, this other person, like somebody basically stole a check from a business that we had sent like a $6,000 check to somebody stole it, cashed it. And they're basically saying like, it's not our, the bank's saying it's not our problem. It's like you cashed it. Like they obviously didn't have the ID. They weren't this company. Yeah. So like you cash it. So like, basically it's like this game of like, Who's going to take responsibility? Yeah, my cousin like, the other day, this is, this is hilarious to me. My cousin has a pool person and the person came in and I guess the pool was low. So the guy was like filling their pool. So he just threw the hose in, filled the pool, like leaves, forgets to turn the hose off. Oh, cool. So luckily, and so luckily they weren't like out of town. Yeah. It like ran for the whole day. It's like all flooded. Um, he calls the pool guy. The pool guy goes, oh, that wasn't me. <laughs> and he's like, well, I mean, I don't know who else it would have been. <laughs> like, nobody's, who else would be filling my pool? I mean, like you were here. And then he, and then he was blaming, he goes, he goes, well, I, you know, I think, I think to, to help you not do that again, <laughs> still not take your responsibility. We should get you a shutoff valve, an automatic shutoff for your hose. And my cousin Morgan goes, yeah, I don't need that because I, I turned the hose off. You didn't turn the hose off. And so they go, they're going round and round about it. So then Morgan goes back. The guy comes back, puts the shutoff valve on the hose. And charges him for like, it. And charges him for it. <laughs> even, though, even though he never, it was never his problem in the first place. Dude. And he's like, dude, what the fuck? And so finally they're going back and forth, back and forth. And finally, the guy, you know, he has to call like the water district. Like, I mean, you know, yeah. you're going to charge me for all this water. Da, da. Finally, the guy admits to it and basically says like, 
well, like I didn't, you know, cause Morgan was like, dude, I just want you to admit to it and like maybe pay for like half the water, you know, like, I'm not trying to like take away your business, <clears throat> but I think it's gotten to the point, excuse me, as I'm like, um, it's gotten to the point where people feel so liable for things. And it's almost like they're, you know, they're like, I can't afford that. You know, like, like the pool guy, I think was thinking like, oh my God, it's going to be like this gazillion dollar bill. And I can't afford that. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm just going to do it. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't me. Yeah. It wasn't me. You know? So yeah, it's definitely like an accountability problem. You know, it's like, nobody wants to admit to anything because then they got to pay for it. Yeah. You know, and, and the they reality, should pay for it. Yeah. And the reality is this, they're a mistake. You know, when you have a business and you have employees, just because the per and like, in, especially as like a business grows, right. And it gets a little yeah. bit more popular and you have more people coming in. It's like the attention to like detail or like, sure. you know, it, it, it can get lost and it can get a little lost or a little, little, the water gets a little bit dirty and that's just normal. That's why people right. that end up not doing a good, good job, they go in for their like review interview and they're like, man, we got to let you go. Yeah. You know, like it's, 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 it's okay. It's okay for, you know, when someone has a, a poor experience at a business or wherever they are, um, it sucks. However, as long as if, if you don't say anything, you know, you're really doing them a disservice <laughs> because we're, you're just going to, you know, whoever is the, oh, the business owner or the manager, if they don't know what's going on and they obviously can't be everywhere all the time, sure. you know, like things are going to fall through the cracks. People are going to do whatever's easiest and that's normal. Well, and that honestly, is just people human. Just make mistakes. Yeah. People, people make just mistakes. Make... <laughs> wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't me. <laughs> I, I literally just saw you do it. Nope. <laughs> that was not me it's like when two people fart in the room and one person's <laughs> telling the other person that wasn't me and you're like i mean i think it was you <laughs> i think it definitely was you anyways but... i thought it was pretty funny um and i also thought it was really funny because i had to have this like conversation with myself in my head of course uh -huh. of like because immediately like I, i'm not someone who like is like enjoys being I'm not mean like I don't enjoy being mean I'm not mean and so when immediately I thought like oh my god like was that was it was it wrong of me to like to be honest like just to tell an honest experience that I have and then I started thinking like well no because <laughs> just picture me talking to myself oh yeah I do no, because all you did is you just told your experience that the people have had a few you know few times and I shouldn't, you know, and you shouldn't have to like keep it in because it might hurt someone's feelings because then you don't solve any problems. Like that right there is an issue right. That right there in business or working with people is such an issue to, for us to stay in a state where like, you have to be so careful to not upset anybody. Like how can, how can anyone get better or how right. can you make changes? Like if it's, we're talking like company, if you're constantly just never trying to like, you know, hold people accountable for what they did or give them feedback because they need, we should all be wanting to be better or having improvement if we don't do that because we're so scared of offending or upsetting or really saying something because then it's like, well, what if that person gets upset and then they go and, you know, try to like, you know, get me fired because I offended them. Like there's all kinds right. of, you know, things that could be going on. Right. And that sucks. 
you know, if we want to be better and no one can be great from the beginning, no one knows what they're doing from the beginning. Like it takes trial and error and practice and learning. And, you know, so that's just, that's just normal. But you know, I think that, I think that's the lesson though, too. It's like, well, if I'm willing to say something then I have to be willing to deal with the confrontation or the, or the, it's not even a repercussion because it's not like something happened back. I mean, but maybe a repercussion. I've thought, I've like had, like- <laughs> I've thought about it. I'm like, I'm like, what if I just like, like went into Rogers? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you go there? Well, because I've had all these thoughts, right. Of like me going back and forth of like almost, um, feeling bad, but then not feeling bad because, you know, if it needed, it, it needed to, it didn't necessarily need to be needed to be said on my podcast, but it's my podcast. And we're talking about customer service and how yeah. sometimes it sucks. And yeah. that right there is what people deal with all the time. But I, you know, went back and forth of like, well, maybe what if I go in there and be like, Hey, <laughs> I think sorry. you're done. <laughs> but I'm like, and I, I was visualizing myself, like walking in and people being like, I just, just, it's just giving me like evil stares. They just have like, I don't know, posters up with you with like the eyes scratched (laughs) out or something. (laughs) Big like anti signs. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. I love it. Anyways. I love a good, I I love a good oopsie daisy. Yo man, we got some oopsies. (laughs) (laughs) They're the best. All right. Yeah. Oopsie daisy. Oopsie daisy. Well, I am off to Salt. Well, I'm going to Lehigh, mm-hmm. Utah. So not all the way into Salt Lake. I'm heading up there to do some tactical training. What tactical? Like like rolling and stuff. Um, tactical uh, shooting. 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 Okay. Yep. I have not. I don't know why I thought of rolling. Oh, I'm you know, not... like somersaults. Oh, tactical rolling. Ooh. Yeah, tactical rolling. <laughs> Just out of the car. All right, and go. <laughs> Just practicing like quick escapes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am. It's like I I don't even know how to say it because I'm gonna. What I want to say is I'm getting into, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm necessarily getting into the tactical games I would like to but I am actually just I'm just really interested and I think it is um it's an interest of mine Mm -hmm. um to get just to become a really great marksman and be very you know be tactical I like that kind of stuff I like the I like the feeling of just being able to have more skills that are I'm able to it empowers me to mm-hmm. be able to protect myself and just like be tactical and like, I don't know, learn a lot of those things that you don't learn unless you are in the military or you go through, you know, things like training, things like training, some sort of training camps or things in that yeah. industry. So I'm very excited about it. And I don't know when, but I'm sure I do. I do see myself competing in the tactical games at some point. I don't say, Fun. I don't know when, because listen, well, you got to see how tactical you are first. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to, sh- I'm <laughs> where not do trying I, to, where do I range on the tactical scale? Yeah. Like yeah. It, the way in my mind it <clears throat> works is like, I'm not, I've done the competition stuff. It yeah. is fun, but that's not why I'm doing it. So I am, go- I plan on training and preparing for it as if I were getting ready for a competition to go and compete in the tactical games, 
but I am like, that's not the most important part. Like if yeah. I end up, if I end up never doing a competition, that's fine. Cause what I'm interested in is the fitness side of it. So the tactical games, you guys, it is fitness and it's like functional fitness and, um, shooting. They have, I guess like a lot of different, um, categories or things you can compete in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a lot of, it's like, you have to wear tactical vests. So do you remember when we did Murph and I had my, my weight vest? Yeah. So it's like that. So you have to wear a tactical vest. Women have to have 12 pounds in it. Men have 15 or something like that. And you wear these, you have every, all your gear on the whole time. There's running, there's sled pulling, there's heavy, like sandbag carrying. So it's a lot of physical, yeah. um, more like, I think like, like grunt work, mm-hmm. you know, or like strongman type stuff, but like things that you would be faced with potentially in a sort of tactical situation, right? If someone who is a lot of people who are in, who compete in it are Mm post-military, which is, it's kind of like CrossFit. It's, it's a really cool outlet for someone to have the opportunity to continue to just train and work on those skills that, you know, you come back from, I don't know, being, spending so many years in the military, a lot of people like that tend to like gravitate towards things like CrossFit because it has that competitive edge, um, you're pushing your body to a limit that like is, you know, it's almost, it's really painful and uncomfortable, but it's like addictive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so I'm, I don't know much about it. I actually haven't gone and done anything that is like, you know, resembles one of their events, but I'm just focusing on training some gun skills first. And Hey, you guys, those of you that like, you know, you're, you're not for guns, like, don't come at me. Okay. <laughs> and that's okay. If, if you're not, I, I understand why. And, and that's, that's totally fine, but don't come at me for no reason. This is this, it would just be super ridiculous from Southern Utah. You know, uh, my family hunts, we raise cattle, we eat our own beef. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, drop, so drop it. Well, it, yeah, I'm just, you know, I never really say that, but I, and if, if you choose to still come at me, Okay. That's all right. I don't really read the comments. So, (laughs) but yeah, I'm excited. I think it'll, I think I'm, what I'm the most excited about is after a really rough year, it's like, I haven't really had anything that I've been, that makes me feel like motivated to do something. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think a lot, you know, a lot of people we talk about, it's like fitness, like going to the gym. Um, for most people, I feel like it's such a a moment. It's like me time, right? They go, they kind of like shut their mind off. They leave all their work at at the door, whatever. Well, when that was your job for a long time, it just doesn't feel the same. Right. And I'm not, and for me, it's too, if I'm not competing in, in CrossFit, it just, it, it's, uh, the way I'm motivated, it just makes it a little bit more difficult for me to really want to kill myself, especially when I'm dealing with a lot of, you know, you know, um, hormonal stuff, things where like my body's really extra sore and I don't recover super well. And it, which makes it even harder for me mentally to try and get in there and get work done and get good work done. And so what is, I've noticed with the idea of me getting, you know, potentially getting into the tactical games, I feel really excited about it. And yeah. You have something not, to look forward to. It's not like this big, it's not big, like the CrossFit games. It's like, I'm not looking for that. 
the idea of like getting, you know, getting in and like, it has the whole fitness aspect and like really hard (laughs) stuff, but then also skills and, um, just something to challenge me and me to like, that is exciting. So I'm excited because I'm actually have like a, this like motivation or a goal to, to work on. And I haven't really, you know, I've been more, I don't know, depressed and melancholy. So Oh, I'm excited for you, <laughs> but you don't want to see my feet. Oh, that toe, that toe is still bad. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to drop it. Like it was hot on the dance floor. Just oh, I knocked you. myself out. <laughs> You're like, Hey guys, watch this. <laughs> I did. They said the, the woman with drinks was behind me and just kind of went like, Oh God, is she okay. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Well, I couldn't wear heels. So I like had like my combat boots on or like yeah. my Doc Martens. Yeah. Because it kind of holds my foot in. And I was like, oh, this seems like a good idea. Real wide legs. Oh, you know, like a real, like a daddy extra, long leg. Yeah. Real extra weird. Oh, yeah. Just dropped it and just went, whoop. Sam just oh, nonchalantly so just comes over, just picks me up. Well, <laughs> so cool. <laughs> yeah, so cool. He's the coolest. He's the coolest. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, don't, don't forget to. to- Rate, review, subscribe, five-star rating, five-star warning, and we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you next week. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Elevate your summer with Osea's best-selling body care set. It's everything you need for radiant summer skin on the go. Featuring travel sizes of Osea's clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral skincare, like their best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Right now, you can get the best-seller's body care set, a $78 value, 33% off. And use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER.